A new study suggests that men should touch themselves 21 times a month for health reasons. The United Arab Emirates will no longer allow single-name individuals to enter the country. And the San Francisco Police Department asked permission to use killer robots. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. That's right. I'm Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thank you for joining me. Just want to apologize up front. I'm under the weather and my voice isn't really up to speed. A new scientific study suggests that men should touch themselves 21 times a month for their health. Now, this is just a disclaimer for the children that might be listening. This segment involves ejaculation and the science around that. So perhaps earmuffs are in order or use this as a teaching moment, guys. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to include the sound of science. This is a scientific study here. We're talking about prostate health. We all need to learn about this. It's a sensitive but important issue for men all around the world. The gland which produces semen is obviously very important, but disorders in the area are increasingly common amongst men over the age of 50. An enlarged prostate can cause urination to be frequent and painful. In addition, prostate cancer is now the third most common cancer in American males. The third, that's a lot. How can this be fixed, you're asking? Well, I got the answers for you guys because I study these weird articles. Here we go. This seems legit, by the way. It says, well, sensible things such as diet, exercise, regular checkups are the most effective way to keep your prostate healthy. However, we have a new, much more enjoyable method that has been discovered by scientists. That's right. Those people trying to bring us facts so we can live longer. This research was done at Harvard University. Harvard University is spending their money studying wanking. Yes, Harvard is legitimate. This must be some good stuff here. Uh, European Urology is the published journal that this research was published in. It is indicating that high levels of sexual activity can reduce the risk of contracting prostate cancer. So that means in addition to touching yourself, someone else touching yourself can help reduce the risk of prostate cancer. That sounds wonderful. That's a new angle to convince somebody to touch me. <laughs> Come on, don't you want me to live long? The study observed the sexual habits of a lot of men. 32,000 in this study. They concluded uh, that those with a higher rate of ejaculation overall were less likely to have prostate tumors. How about that? The author of the study stated, quote, Well, we found that men reporting higher compared to lower ejaculatory frequency in adulthood were less likely to be subsequently diagnosed with prostate cancer. This large prospective study provides the strongest evidence to date of a beneficial role of ejaculation in, in the prevention of the prostate cancer as well. You guys are probably wondering, why did Jonesy use a Boston accent for that researcher? Well, guys, because that researcher parks their car in Harvard Yard. So, you're asking, you're wondering, how many times should you be ejaculating per month, fellas? Well, this panel of researchers from Harvard believe that 21 times will protect you from prostate cancer. Yes, that's right. The men who ejaculated at least 21 times a month had a 33% lower risk of prostate cancer than those that did not. Now, the scientists aren't quite sure why this helps the prostate. It hasn't been determined, but they speculate that it may be the flushing out of toxins 
from the system. Now, of course, ejaculation alone isn't going to save your life, fellas. Experts want you to know that obesity, tobacco, high-fat processed foods, and heredity are also factors that will lead to prostate cancer. So cut those out for your own sake. I don't know how you cut out heredity. If sex and a healthy diet weren't enough, tomatoes, organic coffee, plant-based fats, exercise, and not smoking will also help prevent prostate cancer. I like the organic coffee part of that. So if you guys want to send me some organic coffee to save my prostate this Christmas, I'll give you my address. Now for the rest of you, well, you know what you have to do, gentlemen. So get busy doing it. And if anybody questions why you're spending so much time alone with your laptop, just tell them I'm saving my life. And now for a very strange song about touching yourself called Elephant Having a Wank. The United Arab Emirates will no longer allow people with just a single name to enter their country. Oh boy, how did this come about? Maybe Cher did a terrible performance back in 1997. It says here, single name passengers will not be allowed entry into the UAE any longer, according to an advisory issued by Air India and AI Express. It is based on new guidelines issued by the Emirate. The new rule comes into immediate effect. And it says, quote, any passport holder with a single name, either in surname or given name, will not be accepted by UAE immigration. The passenger will be considered as INAD, which stands for inadmissible. An inadmissible passenger is an aviation term used for people not allowed to enter the country they want to travel to. These passengers have to actually be taken back to their country by the airline. That means if you only have one name, you can't enter. Sorry, McLovin. <laughs> Sorry, Oprah. Oh, boy, Sting. You can't enter either, Sting. So sorry. Oh, and one more important individual in our lives. That would be Jonesy. That would be me. I'm not allowed over there. Man. Ah. <sighs> I'm not allowed to enter enter the UAD, which means I won't be able to see all those beautiful women that are covered up. Terrible, terrible. I've been wanting to go there. Not really. Uh, they give an example of an INAD passenger, and I don't think it's very helpful. They say here, a passenger with only Praveen as his given name and no surname. Such a passenger will not be issued a visa, and in case the visa was issued previously, then he will not, then he will be INAD by immigration. I guess a lot of people are traveling just with the name Praveen. I had no idea. What about the weekend? That's two names, right? The and weekend? Or would they consider that one name? What about Muhammad? If he comes back, you know, are they going to kick their own god out? <laughs> He's got one name, right? All right, well, in, in a way, this makes sense, this law. I mean, at the end of the day, you should have two names on your passport, right? I mean, I joke about Sting, but he, he has a name. I don't know what it is. And, of course, I have a name. A lot of you might not know it. It's Chris Jones. Did you know that? Yeah, very boring name. Much more fun to go by Jonesy. And my passport, of course, has my name, Christopher Jones. And no one calls me Christopher except, except my mother and arresting officers these days. Yeah. 
Sorry. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The San Francisco Police Department is requesting permission to unleash killer robots onto the streets. That's right. Killer robots, guys. We have hit the limits. We are now on the brink of the killer robot revolution. The San Francisco Police Department is currently applying to the city's Board of Supervisors for actual permission to use robots to kill suspects that the police department and other agencies deemed to be a sufficient threat to the public, officials, and any other force. Oh boy. Now the media is reporting that the killer robot solution has already met with some significant opposition, both within and outside the governing board, of course. I mean, who can agree to the killer robot solution? Now, I've been to San Francisco many a time, and I agree, the streets are pretty crazy these days, but how about you try and get help for some of these people before you unleash the Terminator army, you know what I mean? And then who, of course, is going to foot the bill for this army of killer robots, these Terminators, I'm wondering. Wouldn't it be cheaper just to get the people on the streets a little help, mental health, drug rehabilitation, maybe get them off the streets? Somehow there's got to be a better solution than a bunch of Terminators. Uh, The police currently maintain, it says here, a dozen fully functional remote-controlled robots, which are typically used for area inspection and bomb disposal. Now, while San Francisco has never explicitly allowed any robots to take any human lives, lethal autonomous weapons, known as LAWs, are actually becoming increasingly common in modern warfare. Anti-personnel mines... One of the earliest iterations of automatic weapons have been banned since 1997, and fully automated defense systems such such as shipboard phalanx systems have been deployed since the 1970s. Autonomous attack systems such as UAVs and combat drones have been deployed for years, in fact, but have always required a human in the loop to take some responsibility for actually firing the weapons. The article goes on to say that Now, the San Francisco Police Department, the same department that regularly costs the city six-figure settlements for its excessive use of force and obstructs investigations into its affinity with baton beatings, wants to wield that same life-or-death power over San Francisco civilians with these killer robots. Well, it's very clear that we have the technology for robots to handle dangerous situations that... uh, can actually save lives, I'm sure. Um, but then the matter is, is it always foolproof? Will there, will there be innocent victims of killer robots? I'd imagine there might be. When you leave it up to an autonomous robot to make the decision, I'm not confident they'll always make the right decision. And by the way, a lot of robots being invented, but for stupid stuff, man, like killer robots for the police and like robot dogs for pets in Japan. I'm just like, Can we get robots to do other things, man? Like, I would love to have, like, three little robots in my closet that I could just bust out with me, bring them to the basketball court, and we have a game of two-on-two. Why can't I have that in my life? How about a robot in my kitchen right now that can fix the leak 
under my sink and then whip me up some mac and cheese if I feel like it. What about that? Well, I guess I leave this question to my listeners. What do you guys think about the police force using robots out in the streets like this? Call the show. I'd love to hear from you. 646-450-2012. Hello, my loyal listeners. Thank you for spending some time with the Weird AF News podcast. I appreciate that. Hope you had a lovely weekend. Hope you enjoyed that Florida Friday episode, and thanks to everybody who reached out to me over the weekend. I got some nice reviews I'd like to read, a couple on Amazon. One is from user PT112. It's called Jonesy Delivers. Jonesy delivers some funny, weird AF news each weekday that always brightens my day. I, like many fans, especially love Florida Fridays. Now, when I see articles that start off with, quote, a Florida man or woman, I automatically read it in Jonesy's voice in my head. Thanks to Jonesy for brightening my weekdays. And good luck with your life, man. Well, good luck with your life, PT112. I appreciate the five stars that you gave me as well. Thanks so much for the five stars. I'm friggin' grateful. Um, Also got another review from Joe Stansberry. Also five stars. The title is Fun, Informative, and Florida Friday. Awesome podcast. Jonesy has a quick and fun take on the current news, along with Fridays devoted to the antics of fine folks from Florida. It's a hoot. Please keep up the good work. Good luck with your life, man. I love everybody. Everybody writing good luck with your life, man. And I love that you use the word hoot, Joe Stansbury. You don't see that word very often. It's a hoot. Yes. Florida is most definitely a hoot. I also got a lovely comment on a YouTube episode. That's right. Weird AF News is also on YouTube. It's by Deathpire42, who wrote, Just subbed and rang the bell. You have the voice of a choir singer who asks to buy your teeth in the third floor bathroom of a home improvement store. That's the comment, and it is so weird and hilarious. I just had to read it on the show. <laughs> Shout out to Deathpire42, who obviously is a very funny individual. Um, you're probably wondering, rang the bell, what's that mean? Well, on YouTube, you can subscribe to a channel, and then if you hit the bell... You ring the little bell, that means you'll get an actual notification every time a new video, in this case, a new episode, is released. So big shout out to Deathpire42, loving it. And again, on YouTube, I had a comment from The Real Thomas, who uh, writes comments quite frequently, uh, and I appreciate that. The Real Thomas wrote, Jonesy, it's a crime you aren't getting more attention on this platform or any other. It's very sweet of you, The Real Thomas. I appreciate that. Well, it's just a matter of time. You know, the podcast is spreading slow and steady, as it should. You you guys can help spread the Weird AF News uh, media. I guess we could call it media. Um, by just telling a friend about the podcast. That's super helpful. Word of mouth is usually the best way because you're going to tell your friends and your coworkers and your family, people that trust you, you know. So yeah, if you could help spread the word of Weird AF News, I'd be so grateful. And I'm grateful for all the comments I get, the positive comments especially. So thank you very much. And feel free to leave a review on Amazon as well. If you would like to support the show um, for the holidays, that would be pretty sweet. You can join the Patreon uh, by going to weirdafnews.com and clicking on the Patreon banner. You can also buy Jonesy a coffee from the weirdafnews.com website as well. And uh, if you send me a message to funnyjones at gmail.com, you want to mail me something for the holidays, that's totally cool as well. Um, big shout out to Nick again for sending me a whole box of 100 grand bars. Um, I'm eating one a day now. Is that is that good for my prostate? I don't think it is. 
Lastly, I got some phone calls, which I will publish after this. You can call the show as well, 646-450-2012. I appreciate all of the feedback, and I appreciate your support very much. And as always, good luck with your life, man. Hello, fellow weirdos. Hello, Jonesy. It's Michael calling from Iowa City. I hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving weekend, and I know that I did. Uh, I headed home to my hometown, left Iowa City on Wednesday afternoon, and I was home for four days, and I got to see family members that I haven't seen in three years because of COVID restrictions. So it was a Awesome, amazing, wonderful Thanksgiving weekend for me. And as such, I was totally, completely busy and did not call into the show on Wednesday or leave a message on Thursday or Friday wishing everyone a happy Thanksgiving and didn't give any updates on the Thanks for Giving campaign. But I hope everyone had a great weekend, a great Thanksgiving and I wanted to give some updates on the Thanks for Giving campaign. I truly appreciate everyone's generosity, and I'm thankful for those who joined the Patreon and made donations. But um, it's uh, not as much as I'd like to see. So I'm going to extend this campaign uh, right through the holiday season here into Christmas season, and I'm going to increase my donation level from $2 for each person who joins or increases their Patreon membership level to $5. And for people who make a PayPal donation or buy a cup of coffee for Jonesy, I'm going to increase that from $1 to $2. So every person who donates via PayPal, uh, I will donate $2 instead of $1. And if you buy Jonesy a cup of coffee, whether it be one cup of coffee, I'll donate $2 instead of one. If you buy multiple cups of coffee, I'll donate $2 for each cup of coffee that you buy Jonesy. Um, and this is up to a total donation of $200, as promised before. Um, I know it's a tough time of, uh, of the year uh, with Christmas coming and that it's been tough with inflation such as it's been. But it's a time of giving and not receiving. It's been difficult, of course, but I'd like to see everyone dig deep in their pockets and, you know, look deep within your heart and show your appreciation for Jonesy. And once again, consider joining the Patreon or making a donation. So I thank everyone if you've already donated and if you haven't, give it a second thought. So. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.